Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, Paddle and Finn listeners? This is your host, Brian, from the OG Show. Just wanted to make you guys aware of Jackson Orr's second annual Catch and Release Charity Tournament. Uh, that's K-A-T-C-H, Kayak Anglers together can help this takes place september 13th 14th and 15th it's an online event nationwide starts friday at 6 a.m goes till sunday at 7 p.m entry fees 20 dollars tourney x has waived the fees you can sign up on tourney x doesn't matter if you're a good angler an experienced angler new angler to the kayak fishing tournament world so let's all get together and help jackson out get this organized your hosts at Paddle and Finn have all come together and we've decided any proceeds that we get from selling t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, things like that at the Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com, uh, go to the store tab. You buy any stuff, we're going to take the proceeds from that, donate it to the charity portion for Jackson's event. Um, that's something we wanted to do to help Jackson give back to some great organizations. So get signed up, guys. Jackson's trying to reach 100 anglers. I think it's an easy way for us to achieve, even if you can't fish it. It's 20 bucks, guys. Let's help out. Welcome to Paddle 
Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. This is the Bass Fishing for Noobs segment where we try to improve our skills as an angler by learning new techniques that are improving the ones we already know. I'm your host, Ryan Milford, and today we have our very own Jason Ricketts from the OG Show. How you doing, Jason? Good, man. How's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, Jason came on tonight. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about when you first get into kayak fishing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big adventure. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's overwhelming, especially when you know nothing about it. You know, right? It, there's a lot. There's a lot to learn to to uh, getting into a kayak. When it it seems like it should be so simple, you know, it's just a plastic boat, but there's a lot to it. There is a and, lot to uh, it, and it's easy to um, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But the thing you want to do to start out is to keep it simple. You know, they use that that acronym KISS, keep it simple, stupid. You know, um, you you got to keep it simple because if you don't, you're just going to be blowing money and losing money. And trust me when I say losing money, you will lose money. And I know that from experience, you know, so it's a, uh, it's a big, huge, fast growing, exciting sport that everybody wants to be a part of, but nobody really knows how to start. So yeah, man. Yeah. I I agree with that completely. I don't think I've wasted too much money myself. I think I kind of went into it kind of slow myself, but uh, yeah. But I, I can see where somebody that's got the extra money to spend can just jump in there and just buy. So people were saying, "Oh, you need this, you need that," and so they go out and buy it and come find out their way of fishing don't, don't even require what they're being told to buy. Exactly. You're exactly right. I mean, um, one of the biggest things that people do after they buy kayak is go on and buy accessories. You know, they say, hey, man, you know, I'm using these people as example. You know, Ron Champion's got this, man. I got to have that. You know, Eric Siddiqui's got this. I got to have that. Brian Schiller's got this. I got to have that. You know what I mean? And, and they see all that stuff like and they see these guys catching fish and they feel like, man, that's what I have to have catch fish. But it's not the case. It's nice to have, but you don't need it right so what we'll do is you know we'll start from the very very beginning you you saw a picture or you saw a youtube video of kayak fishing and that seed is implanted in your brain right so now you're watching youtube videos and you're stumbling across let's say uh alex alex bulgaria's channel the kayak review you're you're coming across zoffinger uh, big YouTube channel guy does a lot of kayak modifications and stuff like that. Kayak DIY. Um, there, there's a lot of good channels out there to watch and to get information from, right? Um, the next thing you're doing is is getting on Facebook and you're searching kayak fishing groups and you're searching, you know, stable kayaks on Google and stuff like that. What to use, what not to use. Um, those are those are great methods and tools to get into the uh, to get into the sport of kayak fishing because it starts you down that trail of educating yourself on what you need and what you don't need and, and learning about it and learning about the boats and learning about what it takes to get in one. Um, so to start out doing that, I think that's very wise as a new person. Research, research, research. Don't buy anything yet. Research, research. And if you can wait and you're one of those people who get, you know, a tax return or something like that, research, research up until the point where you can either use your tax return or you have saved a lot of money to buy a kayak. 
and then make that that decision based on what you researched so far. So my personal experience, I, I don't even, you know, it's, I, I had a buddy send me a text message and say, Hey man, I bought some kayaks. You ought to come out with us sometime. I'm like, dude, I love canoeing. I've never been kayaking, but I love canoeing. I've canoed my whole life. I'm like, cool, man. I love canoeing. I'll do that. Um, he goes, no, man, it's not kayaking or it's not canoeing. It's kayaking. I said, okay. So, uh, I researched and researched. I, you know, I was, I was kind of a poor guy back then. I didn't have a lot of money. Um, so for me to go out and spend $500, which I did on a kayak was astronomical. I'm like $500. This is insane. I got to love this. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't research the type of kayak I was getting into. I didn't re- look at the reviews and my kayak experience with that particular kayak was not good. Um, so I got in, it was very unstable. It was very tippy. It didn't track well. It was uncomfortable. And it just, I just did not like it. It was not for me. So had I done some research, had I had YouTube more videos, had I joined more Facebook groups, I probably would have never bought that kayak, you know? So I'm not sure how it was like for you when you first got on. I mean, did you, did you run out and buy it? Well, what happened with me is, uh, you know, I just got into it last year. Uh, a bunch of buddies that I work with, they were like, yeah, we're all going to go kayak and come with us. And, and uh, a buddy of mine had just bought uh, his kayak and he bought his wife one just like it. And uh, he let me use his wife's kayak and it was a Pelican Challenger 100. And we took it out and I had a blast. Like my biggest complaint with that kayak was there's like no back support. So yeah. my my back was killing me by the end of the day. But uh, I was kind of the same way. I, I didn't have a lot of money to throw at a kayak, but I fell in love with it after that day. Well, my, my buddy that let me borrow that kayak, he's like 6'4". So, oh, my goodness. So I, I'm six foot, so, you know, if my back's hurting after that, you can only guess how his is. So he wanted something bigger. And, you know, he had the funds to do it. So he went out and bought him a nicer kayak. Um, and I ended up buying his from him, uh, that Pelican Challenger 100. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I didn't really have a lot of extra money to throw at it. Got it for 200 bucks. And, and you know, it, it, it did the job. That... And that, that's one thing that, uh, you know, you, you hear a lot of people saying, like, don't just go buy a cheap kayak, like, get get you a decent kayak, save up money. And, you know, that if you got the extra money for that, that, that's all good and fine. But, you know, if all you can afford is like that $200 kayak or something like that, if that gets you out on the water, me personally, I feel like, you know, go for it if that's all you can afford and you just really need to get out there if you can wait and get the money up then do that but you know i i feel like i've benefited from fishing a little over a year in a uh in a cheap kayak like that because i didn't put a whole lot of money into it and then whenever i finally did uh or when i was ready to upgrade i knew what i wanted I knew like exactly what I wanted in the kayak, and uh, I, I I knew uh, like the seat was a big thing 
that I learned, like I, I wanted a metal frame seat that was going to give me a lot of uh, back support. You know, uh, I had done did a lot of research into uh, what I wanted and what fit my budget. And uh, yeah, and I ended up, I, I think I got pretty much perfect kayak for me that fit my budget. Well, and that's that's a great, then that's a great start. So there's two, there's two types of kayak fishermen. All right, there's there's anglers, there's people who know how to fish and already have the fishing gear, who want to get into kayaking. Then there's the people who have no fishing gear and no fishing knowledge whatsoever that want to get into fishing and kayak fishing, right? Mm-hmm. And so just just for the sake of conversation, let's keep it on those two levels. We have anglers who already have fishing gear, rods and tackles and, and, and that kind of stuff. And then we have somebody who does not have anything. Okay, so if you're an angler who already has the rods, already has the lures um, and all the stuff that you have to buy, it's easier for you to save and buy a quality kayak versus somebody who has absolutely nothing to go out and buy a quality kayak, kayak, right? Because not only do they have to buy the the person who has nothing, not only do they have to buy a kayak, they can buy fishing rods, they can buy fishing tackle, fishing line, life vest, paddle, you know, whatever else. Those are the basics. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. just, hey, I'm going to go out and spend a thousand bucks on this kayak. It's I have to buy a thousand dollar kayak, got to buy a hundred dollar PFD because really anything less than a hundred bucks is you're compromising on quality, you know, in my opinion, that's strictly my opinion. So you got to buy, you know, got to buy a PFD, uh, you got to buy a paddle, you know? Um, so that stuff adds up and the tackle and the rods, I mean, you're talking another five, 600 bucks. They're easy. So your thousand dollar, it's not just a thousand dollar purchase, $1,600 purchase in some States. You got to register your kayak. You know, there's another 30 bucks. Um, how are you going to pull it around? Do you have a truck? Do you have a car? Do you have the ability to put it on top of the car? It can get so overwhelming and so costly right off the bat. So you got to keep it simple. If you're a brand new fisherman, I've never fished before. I don't have any rods. I don't have anything. Start with the basics. Buy one rod. Do not go out and buy six freaking rods that are, you know, Loomis rods or St. Croix rods that are high end. Buy one rod. Buy, you know, go to Bass Pro, get something in a hundred dollar range, hundred dollar rod reel combo. Learn how to use that rod. If you've never fished before, make it a spinning rod. Don't start with a bait caster; it's going to be a nightmare for you. Um, you know, go out and get a quality spinning rod. Go out and just get a few packs of baits. Um, you know, go watch Fluke Master. He goes over all his baits really well. You know, get some Cinco's, get a bluegill colored crankbait, get a lipless crankbait and a spinner bait. Get a whopper get, plopper. Yeah. <laughs> get, you know, get a couple of hooks and go out there and learn how to fish. All right. So that's step number one. Just get a handful of tackle, get one rod. You don't need a bunch of tackle. You don't need a bunch of rods. Keep it simple. Now say, okay, I know that I want to get into kayak fishing. Where's your budget? What can you afford? I can only afford 200 bucks. I can only afford $400. The first thing you want to do when you set your budget is go look for the secondary market. Get on Facebook Marketplace. Get on Craigslist. Um, there's people we only deal on all the time. If you're at the end of the fishing season, like now, September, October, November, right now it's time to buy kayaks because people oh, are right now. Sell. Right now, like if you are in the market for a kayak, right now is the time to buy. Stop what you're doing. Get on Facebook Marketplace. Get on Craigslist. 
hit your local dealers up, ask them when they're selling their demo kayaks, because all demo kayaks are going to be marked, you know, probably 10 to 25% off, depending on, you know, the quality, the condition of the demo, um, and get out there and find you a good kayak for what you can get. If you only have 200 bucks, you're, you're going to be pretty hard pressed to find a kayak, a quality kayak, 200 bucks. Now that's not a knock against the $200 kayaks. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to think that I'm not putting anything down, but if you're going to, to fish out of a, you know, like a, a Walmart kayak or a Sun Dolphin or something like that. And, um, I just don't suggest that. I think for the same money that you can buy one of those, you could buy maybe a Pelican, which is an upgrade, which is, you know, a decent quality, a decent kayak for the price, you know? Um, so just research, research, research. If you have 200, try everything except to save 400 bucks. If you're like, oh man, I can't, you know, I can't save $200. I can put you on a financial program to help you come up with 200 bucks. You know, a lot, saving $200 is so easy in today's world too. All you got to do is cut out the McDonald's cigarettes and Starbucks and you, you'll have your $200. You know I mean? So, <laughs> well, I think a big problem with, with that is like when people first get excited about it, like yeah. man i want to get out there like you know you get a little impatient you don't want to you don't really yep. want to save that's up that money you want to get out there right there <laughs> yeah yeah yep, that's, that's me that was me too you know one thing i had going for me is i always me personally i'm a guy that has to have hobbies if i don't have a hobby i don't feel right you know what i mean so i've had many hobbies over the over the years going from like building computers to you know video games or guns you know guns and knives that was my biggest hobby i used to, you know used to build ar-15s and sell you know like just build them and, and keep them and then if i didn't like them i would sell them you know what i mean things like that so um i was able to to kind of sell some of my other hobby stuff to, to accommodate for the money that I needed to get into kayak fishing, if that makes sense. Um, so the 500 bucks, you know, I, I had saved up a little bit for that. My wife actually threw in the rest of that money for a Father's Day gift. So I was able to get my, my $500 kayak from the big box store. Um, so after that, I didn't like it. I was having a hard time selling it. So I actually, you know, I traded it for a handgun. Um, because guns were my hobby, you know. Um, and then I took that handgun and I flipped it and put that money in my pocket. And then when tax return came around, I bought a 2014 Jackson Kayak Big Rig. And I was in love. That was my boat. That's the one that uh, actually was 2015. I take that back. But it was a great boat. And that's the one that actually kept me in the sport and changed my, changed my life. I mean, it literally changed my life by buying a quality kayak. I mean, if you look at what I, what I started out as and what I am today, it's a huge, I'm so, you know, I'm part of the Jackson team, part of the blue sky team. I'm, I'm doing the podcast. I'm, I'm running a local fishing team. I'm representing, representing a shop. I'm represent, representing a few companies and all that started because I got on a platform that made me fall in love with the sport, you know? So, um, it, it will, the right kayak will change your life. It will change your life. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. Cause I, I mean, I'm still in what a lot of big time kayak fishermen would consider a, like a low budget kayak. I'm in a Bob Seagos 130, you know, it's still, you know, it's around the brand, the brand new ones are about a thousand dollars, you know, maybe a little, little less depending on where you find it. But, uh, you know, that's still considered like a, a, what would you say, like a mid-range 
kayak or absolutely or absolutely they're they're not on your lower tier kayaks no yeah say mid-range well, but you know uh just upgrading to that mid-level from you know that 200 dollar pelican i was in man it's a huge difference so i earlier i wasn't saying like you know you're going to be just as happy in that 200 dollar kayak or, or anything like that um the more you spend on the kayak, the happier you're going to be with that for the most part, I would say. Like, the comfortability level is so, so much better. You you feel a lot when you're, it's a whole lot more stable. You don't feel as tippy. So that, that stuff right there is worth the extra money if you got the extra money to put Absolutely. You know, one thing I would suggest too is some people are like, you know, the worst thing you can do is do what I did. You go out and you spend 500 bucks on a kayak and you hate that kayak and now you're out $500 and you try to sell it or trade it, you know, to make up your money. That's, that's probably the worst thing. But if you're really on the fence, if you're like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. It's just, I mean, it's cool, but I don't know if it's that cool. Fine. Go out and spend the 200 bucks on the kayak. You know, that's going to get you from point A to point B up and down the river or across the lake. And you're going to get a feel if you like it or not. You know, if you love it in a $200 kayak, you're going to absolutely love it in a $1,000 kayak. Um, if you hate it in a $200 kayak, you're still probably going to love it in a $1,000 kayak. Cause <laughs> it's a big difference. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the kayak is the mode to transport you from point A to point B or from the bank to the back of the lily pad pad bed where you can't get, you know what I mean? The kayak is, is to get you where the boats can't go and, and to be quiet and to give you that one-on-one intimate relationship with the water and the fish in the wildlife, you know, whether it be snakes or, or beavers coming out of their beaver dams or, you know, otters playing next to you, whatever the case may be, muskrats. I mean, I've seen it all in the water, you know, um, the, the kayak is, is the vessel to to change your life and to really put you one-on-one with nature you know it is absolutely phenomenal yeah and I, I love that aspect about it like you you get to see a lot of that nature that you just kind of blow past and yeah like just completely missing a boat and that's one reason why i love kayak fishing so much but i, I was gonna i was gonna add um here lately i have seen a lot of smaller budget kayaks that are coming out that are that look pretty good i haven't tested them myself but like lifetime they've come out with a couple kayaks that i'm kind of interested in for like just a like a lighter kayak that you can just throw in the truck real quick and go they got a lifetime yukon which is a 12 foot kayak it's got the metal frame seat you know it's it looks like it's pretty stable I've, I've heard of guys standing up in them and stuff and uh they they got the uh, the gear rails on the side like they, they look pre- pretty decent i mean i'm sure there's still not quite the quality of a thousand dollar kayak but they're i think these run like 450 bucks okay. and and uh then there's another one that i think i think it's just a 10 foot version of that it's the lifetime teton I guess that's how you pronounce it, T-E-T-O-N. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a 10-foot, and it looks a lot like that Yukon. I'm thinking it's just a smaller version of it. 
but you know it's got the metal frame seat and everything it's like 350 bucks so you know for people that are on the fence with that like man i don't know if i want to spend eight nine hundred a thousand dollars on a kayak and not know if i'm gonna like it but i don't really want to buy cheapo that i know i'm not gonna like something something like that you know that that's something that i would have looked more into if i would have seen that when i first got into it because it's yeah got the metal frame seat and everything but yeah, uh, that I, was just, me. I just want to throw that out there no 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 that's perfect okay so let's 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 kind of segment into that let's say um <clears throat> Let's say you don't have your kayak and you're asking me, hey, Jason, this, these are the two kayaks I'm looking at. You know, they're right on my price range. I think they're cool looking. They got the, you know, they got the frame seats, the gear tracks. I think this is the one for me. I'm like, cool, man. This is what I'm going to tell you to do. Um, take a lighter with you or take a screwdriver. Okay. When you go see that kayak. Now, if you look at a screwdriver, you turn it over. Usually it's got a rounded back on it. The handle's rounded, right? Mm-hmm. You want to take that and just kind of run it down the kayak with a little bit of pressure. And you're like, okay, what the hell does that do? What you're feeling for are soft spots in the plastic, right? So you're running it down to the places that matter. Run it down the water line. Run it down the top of it, around the seat area. Flip it upside down. Run it down the hull of the kayak, you know, underneath. You want to feel if there's any soft spots. And you're like, okay, cool, there's a soft spot. What's that mean? Well, if it's on the bottom of the kayak, that means that as soon as you start rashing that kayak up, it's going to wear through that soft spot. Um, if it's around the seat area, as soon as you start plopping your butt down inside there, I mean, that's where it's going to give away first, you know, and you want to look at those points and those points of pressure. Let's say it's on a standing platform and you're constantly standing up, standing down. That's right where your feet are at. Well, now you're working a a spot in that plastic that's thin. It's going to crack, you know, so you want to, you definitely want to inspect a kayak. Next thing I would look at is the seat, check the welds out, sit in it, um, you know, plop down in it a few times. Get a feel for that. Look at the plastic connections that's holding the seat together. Um, do they look quality? Do they look flimsy? Is it going to break if I do this? If it's going to break if I do that? You know, stand up on the kayak, feel around. Uh, you got to inspect that kayak. Now, rails, rails are rails are rails. Yaktech makes great rails. Um, they they make quality rails. Actually, I shouldn't have said rails or rails or rails. It's not the case at all. Um, Yaktech's products are absolutely above and beyond a lot of manufacturers out there. Um, what cheap with, with cheap kayaks come cheap parts. They cannot make a kayak for $400 without making cheap parts. That's just the reality of it. Um, and most of the time it's going to be China plastic or something from China. Right. So what you want to do is, is the gear tracks. What are the gear tracks made out of? Are they made out of metal? Okay. Well, you may have something that you can rely on. Are they made out of plastic? If they are, that's kind of a red flag a little bit especially if it's in the $400 range. Are they yak attack? Are they some kind of composite? Because if they're yak attack tracks, you're going to be fine. But if it's just like, hey, this is Elmo plastic, Elmo plastic are probably going to give away as soon as, as a little bit of pressure hits that that point. You know, So say you have your rod holder and you have it on that Elmo plastic um, track and you're catfishing or you're channel catfishing or you're bass fishing, something just hits that rod and takes that, puts that pressure on that point, it could snap that plastic and there goes your whole rig into the water, you know? So just, just a little bit of advice, just, you know, check what you're buying, check what you are buying, inspect it. If they like, Hey, don't do that. Don't, don't look at that. You know, if they get real weird about it, dude, walk away, walk away And and you know, this is coming from a guy that's on a $4,000 kayak. I'm like, you get on my boat, 
use it, abuse it. Tell me what you think. Plop around, stand up, sit down, walk in the front, walk on the back, sit on the side, sit on the platform. I don't give a damn because I know it's quality. I know it's going to hold you up, you know? So, um, there's a big difference, man. Just, uh, just feel around. Yeah. I I was going to add what you just said. You uh, made a post, I think last week where you had like let somebody demo your boat. And it, it looked like they were up there like break dancing on your boat. <laughs> like they were doing <laughs> yeah. all kinds of stuff on there, just testing out the stability and stuff. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. It's um, it, when, when you sell the product, when you're an ambassador for the product, you have to put the product to the paces. So you see, everybody sees Jason in, in the nice blue sky and, and sees that I do the, the private demos and people are on there. And they're, they're doing their poses and they're smiling, giving me the thumbs up but they don't see everything that led up to that point. You know, all the product testing that I've done and say, hey man, you know, this needs to be fixed or this needs to be changed. Like, you know, the the team as a whole has built that platform to make it one of the, the absolute, in my opinion, the absolute best on the market in its class. Um, so, you know, any, a lot of companies can take a mold, they can dump plastic in there, shaping it to the form of a kayak through a, a lawn chair in there and say, hey man, $500 fishing kayak, have fun. Mm, I don't know about that. You know, where's my 500 bucks going? Shipping from China to here? You know, is it, is it really a $199 <laughs> kayak with $300 shipping? I don't know. You know, just be cautious. That's, that's, if that is your kayak and that's what you like, just be cautious. But if you feel like you're making the right decision, make the decision. You know, it's ultimately what's best for you and what you feel is best for you. But, as a consumer with 500 bucks in your pocket, hit Facebook Marketplace. Go hit your dealers up. Go hit a Vibe dealer up, right? I think five, Vibe kayaks are probably six or seven hundred dollars right now. You yeah, know? Uh, I I bought mine in June, I believe. It was a Seaghost 130, I believe it's a 2018 model. You What'd know, you pay 600 for? Bucks. 600, 600 bucks. 600 bucks. Okay, there yeah. you go. All right, so let's say you got 600 bucks. Um, Jackson Bites right now. Jackson Kayak Bite, 799. That's full retail, 799 plus tax. Call a Jackson dealer. See if they have their demos. How much are they selling their demos for? 25% off? 10% off? Cool. Let's say at the most they have one that's in really good condition. They're selling for 25% off. Well, you just took uh, you know 150, $160 off a 799 price tag, and now you're back down to 600 something dollars for a quality kayak with a great manufacturer's name and a great manufacturer warranty. And, and there you go. You know what I mean? So it helps to know this stuff. It, it really helps to know this stuff. Man, the bite. I, whenever I was looking to upgrade, I was between the sea ghost and the bite. Uh, the bite is, does I haven't, I never got to, around to testing it, but it looks like a great kayak for the money, like for sure. on the cheaper range. For sure. Yeah. It's a perfect entry level. It's, um, you know, it tracks well. It's stupid stable. I mean, stupid stable. I'm it's got to be as wide as it is. <laughs> yeah, it's wide. And, and surprisingly, it, pa- it paddles really fast. You know, um, there were some complaints about the seat. That's no secret. Uh, Jackson came out with a seat 2.0. They changed the whole seat up. So now it's just like, you know, it, it, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal. Yeah. It's light too. grab and go kayak. You know, you pick that thing up with one arm and peace out, you know. So is that is that new seat already out or is that coming out in like the next year's model? Yeah, to my knowledge, it's already out from from my okay. understanding. Yeah, so okay. it's already out. So, 
Yeah, man, it's it's a seat upgrade. So it's it's actually really nice. And and I don't I, I believe that's right, a seat upgrade. I don't have the information in front of me, so I don't want to misquote that. You guys check out jacksonkayak.com for more information on that seat. Don't don't take me as quoting that price because I don't know 100%. So I don't have the pricing sheet in front of me, but just check out the website for that. But I know the seat is a huge upgrade. They uh, re-engineered it, and it's a lot more comfortable. So that's yeah, awesome. That, cool. that, is, that is the only complaint that I've really heard about the Jackson bike. So, yeah, which is uh, cool they jumped on that. It is cool. You know, um, Jackson was known in the industry one is that one of the industry first for the fishing kayaks, you know, uh, working with Drew Gregory and the CUSA, then the CUSA HD. Um, but they were also known in the industry for some of the most comfortable seats on the market, you know. And so when they came out with the bite and they get complaints on the seat, they're like, nah, we're not going to have that, you know. So they uh, they revamped the seats. So kudos to them. But yeah, man. Very cool. So we, you know, keep it simple on the kayaks, man. Don't, don't go crazy, especially if you're brand new. If you're, if you're a guy who already has a ton of fishing gear, it makes perfect sense for you to go out and buy a quality kayak right off the bat, you know, um, because you don't have to go out and spend the extra expense. And, and to kind of segment into that, you know, say you bought a kayak, it doesn't matter what it is, cheap or expensive. You have a kayak. Hopefully it's a Jackson, right? Cause I'm going to plug that <laughs> in cause I'm a Jackson guy. But uh, let's let's say you uh, let's say you went out and you bought you a Jackson bite. We were just talking about it. That's perfect. Great great choice, man. It's going to treat you well. It's going to hold up for years and years and years. Uh, it's time to talk about PFDs. And fellas, if there's anything in this segment that I want you guys to take more serious, I mean more than anything, it's PFDs. And they will save your life. And I don't care if you're a young dude that's got an eight pack and can run you know a mile in four minutes i don't i don't care i don't care how healthy you are i don't care what the case may be man life throws you curveballs and life will throw you curveballs with your health and if you're on the water and you have a an episode no matter what it is that pfd you have on may be the only thing that saves your life during that you know what i mean so um People use those in flight. I'm a huge NRS guy. I love NRS. I have NRS gloves. I have NRS dry suit. I have NRS life vest. I have uh, NRS boots and, and everything. I love NRS. That's who I love. Um, and I, I've years, ever since the first time I got into a kayak, I've had an NRS vest. With the exception of once, I actually forgot my vest and ran to Walmart to buy a vest. Without that, <laughs> that was the exception. Um, but... Um, so NRS makes great gear. There's other ones with great gear, but I'm going to, I'm going to steer you away from the inflatable pull strap ones. Okay. And, and as much as I love NRS and all those other companies, what a lot of people don't know is NRS actually just came out with their own inflatables, right? Pool cord inflatables. Um, I'm still saying stay away from them. They're like, well, Jason, you love NRS, but go ahead. I was just going to say, is that like a manual inflatable? It is. Yeah. It's the, is the ripcord yeah. inflatable ones, right? So I haven't tested NRS's stuff. And I'm not affiliated with NRS, okay? I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not on their team. I'm not a sales rep. I'm just a dude who uses their stuff. So until I personally have it and test it out, I'm going to say stay away from it because I'm going to lump it into the category of I pulled my cord and it didn't come out. Now you're like, hey, man, you never used one. What are you talking about? I got five buddies I can call right now to tell you. They pulled their cord and the damn things never opened up. And one of them pulled their cord in 25, 30 degree water temperatures and it never opened up. 
right? So and, stay and away not, from not, not only that is when you're out there on the water, especially if you get out on big bodies of water, it's not only about you. It's not only about whether or not you yep. stay stable enough to like I've, I've seen videos on what people posted on Facebook and stuff of boats coming right at a kayak. I saw a jet, a video of a jet ski come straight at a kayak yeah. and smack that kayak and knock the dude out of the thing. If that knocks you unconscious, you can't pull that, that lever to no. activate that PFD. So like, I, I'm not so sure that I, I haven't tried like the auto inflating ones myself. Yeah. But I'm not sure I would trust that either. Uh, me personally, I like just the you know standard PFD, you know zip up. But uh, no, I mean for sure, yeah. for sure. You know, the second thing you want to do is also paddle with a buddy. You know, bring a buddy out with you. Um, that way, in case things go south. Um, but the PFDs are are going to save your life. And and you know, I might get some pushback about oh you know the inflatable the inflatable vests are okay okay that that's cool man i mean everybody's got their opinion and i'm not going to dog anybody that wears them i see people wear them all the time it's just my personal opinion is stay the heck away from them you know you need to have a really honest conversation with yourself too when you're in a kayak and you need to look yourself in the mirror and say am i physically able to get myself from the middle of a lake to the shore safely if i fall in the water or am i physically able to get back on my kayak safely you know a lot of people don't have that conversation with themselves and that's a real conversation you need to have okay say um, luckily in my life i haven't had any major health issues i'm a fairly healthy person and and you know i'm lucky some people aren't so lucky let's say you have heart problems let's say that you just are not physically strong let's say that you're severely overweight or overweight you know and these types of conversations are the conversations that are hard to have with people, but you have to because you love them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, and you love the sport and you don't want anything tragic to happen to them. So if, if you're physically unable, let's, let's say I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling here and skipping all over the place. So let's just, let's just back up for a minute. Let's say you're in a sit inside kayak. Okay. Um, Jackson kayak again, makes great sit inside kayaks. Have one in my garage. I trust it. It's great. Um, it has a sealed bulkhead. And you're like, okay, what does that mean? I'll explain. So if that to that thing, well, it, for one, it keeps your stuff dry. Right off the bat, it's going to keep your stuff dry. It's a compartment that's sealed off from the inside of the kayak, and it keeps your stuff dry. But it also creates an air pocket, okay? Um, so let's say you swamp that boat. It's not going to sink on you. That back end is always going to float up in the water, and you, you'll be able to either get it towed back. And if you're in shape, you can hold on to the handle and swim and doggy paddle back to the shore and then fix it um so um so that's that's one thing there but uh let's say that you you're in a kayak and it's swamped and you your only option is to swim back to shore like i just explained well now you're in hot water you don't have a buddy to help you you're in the middle of a lake you're not in shape you have poor health conditions um you're stuck you're stuck all right and let's say you don't have a pfd on um, you're in trouble because now you're physically exhausted because you're trying to get back to shore. Um, your cell phone's wet. You're not able to make a cell phone phone call now because your phone's short because you're in the water, right? Unless it's in a life-proof case, thankfully, if you have that, or if you have a waterproof phone that's like up to like certain meters now, some of them do, uh, you're not able to make a call. So what do you have on you? Do you have a radio? 
if you don't have a radio, then you're really in trouble. Well, I was going to say, like, just add on to that real quick. Like, it's going to be kind of hard to make a phone call when you're trying to keep yourself above water. Exactly. So, (laughs) exactly. Especially Um, if you're out of shape, like some people that might be on this call. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I'm not in the best shape either. You know what I mean? This is this is not a knock to people who are out of shape. This is just a real conversation. Yeah, it's it's real reality. It's, it's reality. reality. You know, if I say East Fork Lake's close to me, if you dump me in the middle of that, say, hey, man, I want you to swim to shore. Am I going to be out of breath? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be out of breath for sure. Um, so, you know, a good thing to have with you is a whistle, a whistle, man, you know, carry whistle and you start blowing that thing like crazy. Um and have any like this. here yeah i'm not sure is it law up there here? uh i don't actually i don't actually know i carry one just in general so i think i think it may be a law but it, again that's not something you have to check out the website odnr website but i carry one just because you know yeah, here in here in tennessee it's law you have to have a way of making noise either a whistle or like a uh, blow horn or air horn yeah uh you gotta have some way to make noise on your vessel so yeah i think it's a law here too you know so the real conversation with yourself man is, is if things go sour what are you going to trust are you going to trust with a life vest that's not filled up with air that you have to pull cord you know so those are in in a few times i've been out on the water i've had boaters mess with me in a kayak specifically drunk skiers you know, see how close they can get the skier, see how close you can get to the kayak. I mean, all it takes for him is to flip up and screw up, and one of them skis come up and knock me in the head, and I'm in the water unconscious. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep me up, you know. So not you have the unconscious factor. And one thing that kills me, man, is um, one of our local rivers, Little Miami River, it runs shallow, all right? It, it just runs shallow. Um, love that river, beautiful river, scenic. It's one of my favorite. People never wear their PFDs on there. They're like, <laughs> It's only a few feet, dude. I, if I fall out, I can stand up. Yeah, okay, cool, man. Um, if you fall out and you hit your head on that rock, it's three inches under the water right there. What are you going to do? And then they yeah, kind of look at me. Yeah, it only takes like a spoon. Yeah, it only takes like a spoonful of water to drown. So you're absolutely right. It only it only does. Now, is a life that's going to save you every single time if an emergency occurs? I cannot say that, you know, but I can promise you it will save you the majority of the time. You know, do not cheap and buy the life vest to fit you. And I'm not talking about does it strap around your chest. I'm saying if you're a 400 pound guy, go out and buy a life vest that supports 400 pounds. Don't go out and buy a a life vest that's not Coast Guard regulated. You know what I mean? So buy the right life vest, you know, fit it. You don't want – if you fall in the water, you don't want the life vest to come up past your ears in the water. That's ridiculous. Fit the fit it. Make sure it's snug. Make sure it's – you know, if you have a big belly, okay, I get it's uncomfortable. Loosen it up around the belly, but tighten it up underneath your armpits, right? Because that's going to keep it from sliding up over your arms. Um, don't have the freaking life vest hanging down your crotch. That's I see some of these big name, and I'm not going to call them out, big name kayak anglers. And I'm talking big name, the biggest names in the industry. And they have these kayaks on that are hanging down by their crotch when they stand up and stuff. I'm like, guys, what is that going to do for you if you go in the drink? What is it going to do for you? Right? Because you're going to fall in that water. That thing's going to be up around your face, and you're not going to be able to breathe, and you're going to be fighting with keeping it down, and, and it's a bad situation. You know, so I, I have a personal, I almost drowned once, so I have a personal 
connection with my life vest. My life vest saved my life. So I understand the importance of it. And I hope nobody ever has to go through that. Learn from my, you know, learn from my experience where your life vest, wear it right. So I guess I didn't mean to go off on a rant like that. I just don't want people to die because they didn't, somebody didn't give them the correct information surrounding physical fitness, physical health, fishing with a partner, having some way of communication, whether it be a whistle or a cell phone, and wearing your life vest properly. You know, I want everybody to be safe. Well, the PFD thing is something that I definitely wanted to go over with you on, on here tonight. Because um, me personally, I, I was one of those people who was like, yeah, I can swim. I, I don't need a PFD on. <laughs> right. And right. I, I, I did that for a little while. Um, something that finally made me realize is um I, I was out one time and you know i was going to get out of the kayak and i'm in shallow water like this whole area is like two to four f- feet and uh when i went to get out i realized that uh the bottom of this was like it was mud and you sank way down in this mud oh yeah so so say it's you know i'm six foot tall if i'm in three foot of water and i want to get out and like wade in the water and don't have pfd on and i step out of this kayak and i sink a couple feet down into the mud then suddenly this water is like over my head so this shallow three, four feet of water is now over my head and I have nothing to help me get out where, you know, if you had a PFD on, as soon as you start sinking, you could try to like, you know, put the pressure on PFD, pull your feet up and, you know, try to float or whatever so you can get to where you need to go to get safe. But that that's whenever I realized, uh, like, yeah, I need I need to be wearing that. Yeah, absolutely. Life vest is majorly important, and and it's easy for a guy who's physically fit to say, "I don't need that, man." You know, I can I can run the mile. I have washboard abs. I can bench, you know, two fifty repeatedly. I can do this. I can do that. I'm an athlete. That's great, man. That is great. You know, but accidents happen, and an accident can be something like which has happened, right? If you just Google it, you can probably find these these situations you're paddling you're fishing a bank and something like a tree branch falls it cracks you across the face you know it does happen trees fall and stuff falls so um yeah man so that's uh that's part of the gig just be safe wear buy it don't don't do the inflatables buy a real life vest buy one that's gonna save your life buy one that's functional so yeah, that was a good. I think that was a good topic or conversation to have with that man. I think that's one that needed to be had more importantly yeah. than the boat. So, yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with that. That was, that was uh, definitely something I wanted to touch on while we had it on here. Yeah. All right. What's next in the segment, man? What else did you want to talk about? You know, if if you as listeners like what we're talking about and you want to have a kayak angling series, we can do that. You know, we can have a mini series kayak kayak angling one one and start from point A to point B. So just drop a comment, yeah. let us know, send us an email. 
Yeah, uh, I'd definitely like to talk more about this because I know there's a lot of people getting into uh, kayak fishing. And, um, you know, this is a really big, uh, a really big, you know, kayak fishing is just getting really big. There's a lot of people that misinformed, don't really uh, know a whole lot about it when they're getting into it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think that's enough for today, man. We, uh, we hit on a couple of good topics. We hit on the, you know, how to get started researching kayaks and then actually purchasing a kayak and then doing the PFD and, you know, on the next episode, we can kind of pick up and, and where we left off and go over some more things that some beginners would have beginner questions that uh, people would have. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down with that. Cause there's still a whole lot that we haven't covered that, uh, that, you know, a new angler could benefit from. Absolutely. But uh, if you want to know more, you have to tune in to the next one next time. So keep listening. But uh, I'm going to run through some sponsors real quick. We got uh, Rocktown Paddle Sports, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Southern Lake Co., Coyote Sunglasses, Fish Mob Lures, Michigan, Ohio Kayak Anglers, Got hammered lures, and don't forget about their used plastics recycling program where uh, you send in your used, messed up soft plastics and they melt them down, make new plastics out of them, and uh, donate those to Heroes on the Water. Um, don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Uh, you can check out our uh, what we got our all of our gear bios on there absolutely we have t-shirts sweatshirts and check out our new hats man we have our hats on pre-order the the uh, new paddle yeah. and fin swag they're nice they're yeah, super I, I, nice i like those hats I, I can't wait to get my hands on one of those but uh if there's anything you know you you'd like to uh hear on this segment or any other segments something you'd like for us to talk about you know you can email at paddle and fin at gmail.com you can you can also email me directly at bassfishingfornoobs at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I think that just about covers it. Absolutely. You guys have a great night. It was a pleasure. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, Jason. And uh, everybody else, tight lines and smooth paddling.